What's up, guys? Welcome to the House of Wanderlust podcast. Today, I have a special guest. It's my mom. (laughs) I thought it'd be a fun topic to get her perspective on five different things of pieces of wisdom for pearls of wisdom, as you wrote, for life lessons for women specifically in their 20s and 30s. Welcome to the House of Wanderlust podcast. I'm your host, Meg McLean, life coach and live your best life BFF. We're chatting all things mindset, travel, freedom, and getting out of your comfort zone. Ready to level up your life? Let's go. I want to pass it off to you, Mom. Welcome to the show. Hello. Can you share a little intro or just a little something, something about you? Hi, my name's Lauren. I am the mother of two beautiful girls, and I feel like I have some good advice to give people who are in their 20s and 30s or even maybe 40s regarding girls growing up and going through things that are could be difficult but are good growing lessons as well. Love it. I asked you to prep a few. You did five, right? So let's start with let's start with number one. Let's see what you got. So first life wisdom pearl have first of all I need to know if anyone's heard of pearls of wisdom. I haven't heard that. That's like the saying she wrote. Never heard of it. But yeah, share number one. So I think a really important thing is you know, growing up as a, especially young girls, you need to be able to be your own person. Isn't that a good one? Because you growing up maybe had some friends that might have wanted you to do things that you didn't want to do or didn't think were right. Mm -hmm. And you standing up for yourself and being your own person really makes you stronger. Can you give some insight maybe if people are having trouble finding how to be their own person in your eyes? Well, I think it, it a lot of it has to do with feeling confident about yourself. So ways you can do that are finding actually a good group of people to be around. You know, there's a lot of bad influences out there that can make you do things that are not good. Maybe getting involved in an activity, working out, giving you confidence, a sport, something like that. That I, I feel like those kind of things will make you headstrong be confident yourself. If you say no to something, who cares what other others think of you? Mm-hmm. That's always good. I mean, going through high school and like your college years, I think those are really important. When do you feel like you found yourself as your own person? Definitely in probably my 20s. I wasn't really influenced by other people doing things that I didn't want to do. I didn't really care. Is a good thing is don't really care what people think, you know, people think about you. Mm-hmm. That's always a good thing. And you yourself were always kind of like that growing up. I feel like I wasn't. <laughs> I feel like you, you definitely were. You kind of were definitely your own person. I don't know. But that will help you get through some of those hard times when people are trying to influence you to do things that you know are wrong. Yeah. I feel like I didn't feel that way until I moved to San Diego. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yeah. I felt like you were confident all through college and all that I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I feel oh. like I had to get away from the noise of college. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's all like a growing up thing too. Right. You know, you grow up after college and figure out who you are. Yeah. Um, another thing that goes along with that is 
you have one body and you need to take care of it, meaning don't be, again, influenced to things in your body that are bad for you. And I think that you have kind of, you yourself have kind of gotten to that point where you want to treat your body, you know, in a good way. Yeah, we're we're recording this on January 2nd, 2024. I drank a lot the, <laughs> the past few days. I was at a festival and it was New Year's. So I was drinking a lot and I decided I'm going to, for the first time, challenge myself to go sober for 90 days. I think that's going to be a really hard challenge for me because I've always been drinking since I was 18 years old, like every, at least every weekend. So yeah, but you're going to feel so much better. Exactly. And it's not like I, it's like, I think what goes along with that is having a good relationship with the things you're putting in your body, like food, alcohol. Well, I mean, there's cigarettes, there's drugs, there's, right. you know, you, some of these kids that I deal with, um, don't realize that they think they're invincible. And what do you do for work? I am a healthcare person. I, <laughs> person. <laughs> I'm a healthcare tech. I run a, a health room for a um, high school. So I get a lot of kids who, you know, they just don't know and they don't care about mm-hmm. what they put in their bodies. And, you know, we try and educate them that you have one body and you need to treat it like a temple. So that's number two, treat your body like a temple. You only get one life. I, I have to be that person that says YOLO. I am that person. And I encourage people to be that person, but also take care of your body and yourself because you only get one. You only get one chance. Number three is choose a life partner wisely. Oh, expand. Um, Just really get to know the person before you make that jump. Can you share about you now, you and Chris? Like how I, your story is so cool. I tell people it all the time. <laughs> it gives me hope. <laughs> my my husband now is my high school and college boyfriend, and we had broken up in college and started our own lives separately. He had two kids. I had two kids, and um, ended up reconnecting and getting back together about I guess five years ago going on six years and we got married it is very neat because we have all these memories and pictures of us when we were in high school and college and we have them all over the house so it's very cool to look back on those memories I think this is important because so many people listening probably are single or are in a relationship in their 20s and 30s and maybe married or engaged I don't know whatever you are whatever your status is but I feel like Everyone listening to this podcast is in that stage of taking that next step in their life with someone or are ready to or it's going to happen, whatever, in the next few years. It's a big learning experience. I think it's important to date around if that's if you're single and trying to explore what you like, what you don't like in someone to find that partner. That's me yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but also being cautious and weary of who you're with now and like making sure that's the right person too. You need to be careful, but dating around, but definitely do that before you settle down with some like the first person you meet. Also, just have honesty with each other and just take that leap if you feel it's right. I like asking this to my friends. I asked them, a bunch of them recently, how did you know he was the one? That is a good question. That is a quick, good question. You kind of, you, you you just know. And when you're looking too hard for it, you won't find it. I feel like it's just going to happen. I mean, there's a plan, you know, for everybody and it's just going to happen. And you know, you, you have that feeling. 
I don't know because I've never <laughs> felt that feeling. <laughs> you That's will. That's why I like to ask. You will it's know. Cute. It's cute. I was. It's fun asking. I asked like a bunch of my friends who were in really serious relationships a few months ago, and their answers were so cute because people my age, and it also gives me hope. <laughs> but, but um, I don't know. It's just everyone's answers are so different. I I just. I just say, you'll know. That's. I feel like there's more to that, though. You'll know. You'll know when you can be yourself in front of somebody. Right. And you have complete honesty with each other. Mm-hmm. And you have fun, you know, and you laugh. It makes you laugh. Yeah. You know, if it's, you know, that there are a lot of those narcissistic relationships <laughs> out there, which are not good. You'll know when it's healthy. Is there anything else you want to elaborate on with this topic? Because I like this topic and I feel like there's a lot more to go into. <laughs> I I just think, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You'll know. I just don't know That's how to explain so it. That's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, you'll know that it, when it's, it's just easy and I, easy. I feel like I'm just going to talk about myself for a sec. I feel like I've had those relationships where it's felt easy, but maybe I'm like, I try to force it like, oh, they're the one, but like they're not. And I know they're not. But then I guess someone comes along and you just know. Yes. I, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it any better than that, except and all the other things I said. You, you just know when it's right. I mean, okay. you, <laughs> you can t- like go into more later, but I just, um, you'll know when you know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's life lesson, pearls of wisdom number four? So be, this is, you know, when you're younger, I feel like this is a a challenge. Be open with your parents. And I know every kid, boy or girl, tests the boundaries. I feel like I don't test the boundaries. (laughs) You did a little bit. I feel like I did in high school. But once once you found out that you were able to talk to me and I wasn't going to freak out about something that you did, (laughs) I feel like that opened the doors a lot more. (laughs) When I was in Philly, the list that we were talking about, stuff we did, Mm -hmm. we snuck out all the time. You did? (laughs) I did not know that. Well, we didn't, but we we weren't doing anything stupid. We would just like walk around the neighborhood or like... Sometimes meet up with boys, but just walk around the neighborhood. Like what time? Like dark? Yeah. But like our neighborhood's safe. I had no idea, people. But as long as you're safe, you know, I mean, I you have to have someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're going to go down wrong paths. Even though kids around that age, college, whatever, they think they know all, they're invincible, nothing can happen to them. But, you know, I think some of our advice is, during the years have helped you guys and made you feel okay to talk to us like what like hmm you know remember when i used to say to you guys if you're at a party or whatever or you're at a bar and i said i would say don't get into a car with somebody drinking right and driving and if you ever like call me no matter what time it is i'll come pick you up you know i mean i'd hope that's common sense for people but but it's not i know i mean if you think about it i mean I mean, when we were young, there was it was not a big deal, but which is crazy. But I mean, how did t- how did you feel like about you know be having me or dad or whatever to be able to talk to? I mean, I think I feel like I didn't until college, but I feel like I didn't have much to talk about or like anything <laughs> or like anything. I was like needed advice or like well, because you thought you knew everything. Oh, I don't know. I just feel like I was normal and basic. Like I don't know. You were pretty mellow, I guess. Yeah, mellow. But you, I'm sure, you, I know you felt you could tell me anything. 
Because I know yeah. that you, you did. There were a couple times when you were really upset. Yeah. Riley, too. I don't know. I feel like my life was just mellow until I got to college. And there was just nothing I needed to tell you or ask deeply about. Right. Unless I'm just not remembering things. I feel comfortable with it. I feel like I definitely go to you more mm-hmm. for that. Right. It's just like an open book. But a lot of, I mean, think a lot of people don't have that. Right. A lot of kids I deal with don't have that. And they make dumb mistakes and go down wrong paths. Mm-hmm. Um, so felt like your friends could talk to me too. Yeah, I feel like you're the mom that all our friends needed when they maybe didn't have someone to right. talk to. Well, because a lot of people can't tell their parents things because they, yeah. they freak out. And that's like, that's the lesson. Just be there to listen to your kids let them know that they can come to you with anything and then you know you have those conversations and then the opposite way around like just now be what was it be open with your parents yeah yeah because it's i mean definitely need people to talk to uh lesson number five so love your people hard meaning really those people that are there for you in your life that during any circumstance are there for you and my thing is you don't need a lot of people mm-hmm. in your circle. Um, I've gone through many instances where I thought that people were good friends and they just ended up not being. So I'm fine and I you know, want to move that on to you that it's okay if you don't have the huge group of friends. It's just not real, you know? Yeah. Like when we moved into this neighborhood, we had, we were kind of had a dinner group with the, the neighbors and every weekend would go to a certain person's house and I just I felt like I needed that when I first moved in and then Mm -hmm. you figure out who becomes clicky and you know doesn't really want you guys in the group and it's just and I just over the years even being like you know in a married years you know you just I figure out that you just don't need a big group of people you'll Mm -hmm. have those even even if it's three four you'll have those few people in your life that will always be there Mm -hmm. consistent and that's okay yeah you know it's it doesn't matter if you are the popular one of the group <laughs> you know, like you might have had those issues in high school or whatever. Even in high school, you don't need that. Yeah. So I feel like you, you kind of know that. I but. feel like that didn't really hit me until maybe like a year or two into San Diego. Because I even in Bali, I was doing that. I noticed myself doing that, like trying to fit into so many cliques and groups and groups of friends. And I was just like, I don't even want to be with these people. Right. Half the time, like they're not, they they make they bring me joy and I have fun, but eh. <laughs> but it's so it's also people need to know that it's also okay to be by yourself. Like yeah, you need to be comfortable with your own self. Mm-hmm. You definitely have that, you know, yeah. because you're the way you are traveling everywhere and. You've yeah. always been like that. You've gone to restaurants by yourself, movies by yourself. Um, I've only been to one movie concert, by myself. Or concert. I've got concerts by myself. So, I mean, just to know that it's okay. That's okay. And that's good. That's, you know, even living by yourself, which I never did. But um, it's great learning experiences, you know. Yeah. I mean, I talk about it a lot on my social media. Just, like, do things alone. Right. You like, do. It's so do. important. I think Riley's learning that now. Like, she's starting to do things by herself, you know. Like what? movies or you know she'll go places by herself the small friend group and love them hard yes your family yes yes crucial yes and you will see the same you know the same people that are always there years could go by and you don't see them or even talk to them that much but then you get together and things are exactly the same you know yeah I think I realized that like where it hit with the whole year or two into San Diego thing was I just had party friends 
Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of what I've realized throughout the years is just have a lot of party friends, but then I would never hang out with them. Right. And it was just, if alcohol wasn't involved, then I would never talk to them. Right. And I'm lucky that some of those friends, they've also grown out of that. So now I do keep in touch and I have a small circle, but I know that's a lot of people's experiences. Yes, exactly. It is what it is. You don't want to be around those people anyways if they're not serving you. Exactly. I mean, if people drop you as friends because you're not going to go party, well, that's not a friend. That's yeah. that's not a friend. I mean, you know who your, your people are and, you know, that's all you need. Yeah. I think something I realized when I was in Bali, when I was like month one was amazing. Month two was still amazing, but I was like a little depressed because I was so felt like just that extra loneliness because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have my people around to just be with. Right. <laughs> and um, I was tell- I was um, on Thanksgiving when I had Bali belly. I was sick, but I was also just like crying my eyes out because I was so sad and just alone. Right. Um, and Mary Pat and like Ruby and uh, whoever else was there, they FaceTimed me. And I like on the phone, I was like, Aww. oh, I'm just sick. Like it was like seconds before I was crying my eyes out. And I was like, oh, I'm just sick. And then when I just saw uh, Mary Pat a few <laughs> days ago, she's like, yeah, I knew you were just like sad and yeah. crying. And um, just I didn't want to like keep the conversation going in case you wanted to just, you know, if you wanted to be there, if it was making it worse. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big realization I had. Just uh, love the people you have. Yeah. Keep them close. I mean, sorry, I'm not that close physically, but keep them close as much as you can. Well, FaceTime works, I guess, when you're away. I have one more thing. All, you know, just all of your experiences in life, good or bad, make you a stronger person. So you have to have those things that you fail at to make you stronger. Learning Mm -hmm. lessons. Um, You can't always win. You can't always get accepted to the whatever school. You can't always... Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not bad to fail. You have to fail in life to um, get stronger. So yeah, that's it's called failing forward, people. Yep, failing forward. Yep. I feel like I've failed massively this past year. Why is that? <laughs> just like the things that like it was the one of the best years of my life, but still just experimented a lot. Like there's spaghetti at the wall, just mm-hmm. seeing what would stick. Yeah. But a lot of that came with failing. <laughs> lot well i mean that's life and that's yeah. you know yeah i feel like some of these uh kids that i see every day just don't do well with failure right <laughs> and they're gonna they're not gonna make it very far in life because i think some of their parents like make sure that they win everything make sure you know mm-hmm. um and like now in the school systems they they there's no consequences for certain things you know which is so weird so they just move on through like if kids are failing they just kind of just move them through mm-hmm. and what is that going to do what's that going to do for their future yeah you know they're not going to be able to fail at anything it's just weird <laughs> <laughs> that's the school system for you so is there anything else that was that was six is there yeah, anything else you can six. think of off the top of your head uh, that came to mind now but we can always come back and do another one i feel like i want to do one from my perspective but i'm only 26 but it's fine just i feel like i've lived a lot of lives (laughs) nine lives like a cat (laughs) like even just compared to some adults just like i feel like i've lived a lot even though i'm in my 20s and i want to get perspective right you've been all over the world (laughs) that makes you grow right you know well you can give me your perspective well i need to think about it okay well we'll come back for part two (laughs) i'm trying to think of 
one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get Riley's perspective. She why did she say she couldn't? She oh she said she doesn't want to come home. Yeah, I get it. It's fine. This was your she only, episode. She only comes home when... She only comes home when you have food. When we have food <laughs> and when she needs me. She doesn't listen to this, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, people can take advice or leave it. It's cool, but it's good advice, I think. What are you looking forward to in your next years? Well... <laughs> I hope to be able to move to my happy place, which is the beach, eastern shore, and work from home. That is one of my goals. And just enjoy life because life is short and I'm tired of doing things. (laughs) I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. What do you hope for yourself in the next few years? Like yourself as a person, not life. I hope to be healthy, to keep being in shape and eating well and enjoying my life at the beach. The the beach, you're not beach. <laughs> you're not beach, you're your own person. <laughs> you're not Ken. <laughs> I am beach. I erase all that no that's funny no (laughs) being healthy is very important to me that's good (laughs) if you guys had one of the life lessons that resonated with you send me a dm on instagram at it's meg mcclain and if you like this episode rate it five stars on spotify or apple i hope you have a good rest of the day happy new year happy new year it's january 2nd (laughs) 2024. Bye. Bye.